Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings, fellow travelers in the, in the journey of life. I hope you're doing all right. It's still weird, I know, we're doing this though, we're still, producer Paul and I, still pumping out these wonderful podcasts to keep you entertained, keep you you focused through this quagmire of uh, absolute shit. But we're going to come out the other side, soon we'll all have a vaccine, we'll all have microchips in us so that that whoever it is, Steve Jobs can keep control of us from beyond the grave. (laughs) I was about to finish... I just said that. I just said from beyond the grave. All right. Thanks, Jade. Jade heckling me straight away. No mucking around. She can't help but get involved. Hello, everyone. Um, This is the beauty of recording from home, isn't it? Where we've got an audience of hecklers ready and and waiting to pounce. Thank you for all of you to... For, for listening to us for, for all your patronage uh, if you if you would like to be a patreon do jump up um, on our patreon page insane in the membrane um, and that helps us keep the lights on we're going to be doing some things on there I know I said all the time but we are going to be doing some stuff for our wonderful patrons um, so keep an eye on that that is coming we're going to have merch coming as well all manner of things coming um, but thank you for liking share, subscribing and sharing please keep doing that because it gets this it keeps these conversations gets these out there into different people's ears and then we become a bigger family don't we that's what we want we want to be unified uh, in the great fight against whatever we're fighting against um so i yeah i mean my head is sponge at the minute I, I keep thinking i'm focused and then i lose focus and i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing my best as we all are um but this week our guest is a very good friend of mine i've known him i've known him many years since i think you know, i started comedy so we're looking at sort of 14, 15 years. Um, Kane Brown, Kane Brown, uh, a fantastic comedian, fantastic human being. We've 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 gigged together loads. We've had you'll hear this in the you'll hear it in the in the in the in the episode. You'll hear how great mates we are. Now we love each other very much, and I've been meaning to get him on for ages. A very interesting dude, a really great guy to talk to, and had some really interesting uh, viewpoints. That was it was really nice. It's really nice to be able to 
have that conversation you know and, and you can do that's why it's good you know when you, you can have these conversations with your friends you know and you, you can say some things and discuss some things that you maybe couldn't discuss outside amongst you know other people and it's we you know we, we covered all manner of topics we, we talked about love and, and self-improvement um, we talked about all manner of stuff we talked about race and, and all sorts of things you'll hear this in the episode so he's, he's just a nice guy I really wanted him on and so we managed to get him on um, the, the, I don't know it, the, again we're doing this via the internet so maybe some there might be some odd things a bit of dropping out um, some odd weird noises from here there and everywhere but producer Paul will probably work his magic uh, as, as he always does and makes this uh, a beautiful thing for you to insert into your ears so I'm going to stop waffling we're going to crack on with the show so coming up in a little bit is Kane Brown this Mother's Day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Yeah, we're in. All right. Are we good? Yes, brother. <laughs> hey. Got, a, <laughs> got a band back together. I've been feeling like a side bitch the way you lot have been treating me, man. <laughs> what are you on about, bro? You're the one busy, busy. Yeah, I'll meet you, I'll meet you on Tuesday. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I felt really bad. I was like, Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say, I'll say to Jade, I'm going, ah. Because it was all good. And then you were like, I've got, I got my kid and all that. I'm like, oh, no. I yeah, can't I, handle, I can't handle it. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. Do you know what it is? It's just a mad time at the moment, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. You good though. You good though. I'm all, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I can't yeah. complain. I like. I'm loving the beard, man. Look at you as well, man. Fuck, you got all you got all Billy Ocean on me. Look I at know, that. Oh man, it's fucked, man. It's mate. But the women like it though. <laughs> they do. It tells a story, apparently. Yeah. That's what I was told. A bit of salt and pepper. It looks like you know some shit. Yeah. How, how old yeah. are you now, Rich? I'll be forty nine next week. I know, we go way back, man. How long? It's been a long time. Six, yeah. 15 years or so? No, longer than that. Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, probably yeah. about probably about 14, 15 years, yeah. Yeah, from that, from the gig in Croydon. Yeah, the Green Dragon, no, is it? The green yeah, dragon? that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I was so, I mean, you think my organizational skills are terrible now. You should have, back then, I was, I would, every week it's like, oh, I've got to get some, got to get some axe. And every week it was like, yeah, you're going to come down. It was you, Marlon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> same all the time. <laughs> You're not my go-to. I'm like they know the they know the gig, they know the score. They'll be fine. Yeah, I love that gig. Actually, it's a good gig. Yeah, it went went all right. Cut my teeth there, man. It's good. Yeah, well, that was it, wasn't it? I think we all we were all starting out at the same sort of time, weren't we? So yeah, yeah, we learned we learned some we learned the hard way, man. Yes, bro. Old school, <laughs> old school, man. Yeah, but now how many how many kids have you got then? You got you got four. Yeah, mate. How old are they now? Uh, so the youngest is four, then the twins are 21, then my eldest is 23. Yeah, right. Oh, mate. Cover, covering. Covering the yeah. decades. That's what I mean, man. I'm I mean, you got you got two, right? I've got two. Uh, they're 23 and 28. you got a 28? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both, they're both, uh, they're both six foot two, so. Holy shit. Yeah, it's glorious, right? I was so glad because if they took after me, like little hobbits running around. <laughs> my God, flipping out! Like when you think, fucking hell, you got a twenty-eight-year-old. You're yeah, not a granddad, yeah. are you? Nah, not yet, not yet. I did say to them, I'm like, just can you just just get get me past fifty? Yeah, then you're all right. Then you're in granddad land, didn't you? Then then you're all right. But yeah, what about you? Nah, not yet, bro. Do you know what? I don't want to. Yeah, same. Like, give me until fifty. Like, I'm forty-six, so. Yeah. At least another five, six years, then <laughs> I'm all right. But imagine we're get, we could be fucking grandparents. Ah, uh. <laughs> think when you think of what a grandparent is, and you look at us, how irresponsible we are. <laughs> <laughs> my my grandparents couldn't have thought like me. No way. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, they had. I mean, like our grandparents, they would have been. So they would have had. I don't know, like the, the, the war and all that and like shit going on around the world. And so they all aged overnight. They all became, they were grown-ups at full well, We're Instagram. So it's like, I'm still looking at the same pussy my kids are looking at. So it's like, <laughs> we're the same. <laughs> we're the same age. <laughs> I know, it's us dicking around doing the dances on TikTok and all that. <laughs> my, grandma, my grandma was never doing that. She was, she was too, too busy doing 20 jobs. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, it just shows you how life experiences um, shapes you as opposed to your age. Age doesn't mean anything. It is None. literally your experiences, you know. Because even now, I think back to my my gran, I remember my gran used to have like a pot under her bed, a piss pot. Like, you know, like if they get up in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and I did the calculations. She was like early 40s. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is there with piss? <laughs> <laughs> just like oh yeah I'm not going to go to the bathroom I'm just going to do it in yeah, when, yeah. You're like, when you're like 90 and you can't get around then you go yeah I'm going to pee in a bucket yeah, under yeah. the bed I just remember <laughs> rusty water in this pan I just ah. remember that as a kid do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you're like a bleeding radiator that's what it reminded yeah. me of <laughs> just left under the bed yeah. like, I'll, wait till it's, I'll wait till it's full till I get rid of it yeah, just ammonia. You're sleeping in your own ammonia. It's like, fuck's sake. Ugh. Oh, man. I know. It's just, yeah, it's changed, isn't it? It's all changed. Like, we are, yeah, we're going to be, and the way that young people seem to be as well, they're all quite, they all seem to be quite earnest and they're getting on, 
like they're getting behind causes and and things like that, which is which is you know yeah of course you've got you've got to stand up for your fellow man, but you've got to find some fun as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can't all be causes and and, and you know all that shit. But I think that generation, the generation now, are more. I don't know. I don't know what they do for fun when there's us lot dicking around. Yeah, I, I, there's definitely been a shift in um, in consciousness. Yeah, they're very they're very conscious. There's a lot of information out there. Whereas before, I think when I was growing up, probably with you as well, we were in our little bubble, yeah, and yeah. we only had information if we went out to seek it. Now you're getting things thrown at you from all over the place. You know, if there's a plight in Africa, you're not just hearing about it on the news. Like you're seeing things real time from people's phones. Um, the 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 um, the when um, all, all of the Middle East, when they started to turn against the governments, like we might not have seen all of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we yeah. can kind of like, oh, sh people are galvanizing. It's like the power that we've got in our own hands. And I think they realize it. So they're trying to do stuff about it. Whereas me and you, we're still in like, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're sort of like, yeah, I get it. That shit's happening, but I can't do nothing about it. So yeah, I'm gonna go and do this. I'm gonna get yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go have a plan. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna muck around and. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, it's a shame. I I see it online all the time. Like, if you like the like I say, all the young people are like, oh, it, like they're they're there's, they're raising awareness for this and that and the other and. And you're like, yeah, 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 absolutely should do that. But have a day off as well. Yeah. Like, go and dick around like like granddad. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. Because uh, my uh, an ex of mine, she came up on my timeline the other day, yeah. Mm. And she's, I think she's a year younger than me, but she dresses in like the pushed up this and pitch yeah, yeah. in and tight clothes. And she's a grand as well. And I'm like, oh my, is this what a, is this is what the new grandmother looks like? The, the fish lips and <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> getting, getting the right angle and yeah. getting it with the with that the gold the golden hour with the sun. Yeah. How can you respect your grand and your grand's doing that shit? <laughs> this is it. All when I was a kid, you're probably the same. You had, there was respect for your elders because there was a threat of violence. Like yes. if, if you stepped out of line, you're gonna get you're gonna, <laughs> gonna get a smack around the ear roll. Whereas now you're like, where, where you go? I'll go go see Gran. You're like, ah, she's up, she's out the window, like pulling faces and dancing. Yeah, it's doing TikTok videos yeah. and doing it the Busset. Um, have you seen the Busset challenge? No, what's that? Oh, you have seen it. Where they, 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 um, you see a girl, she's all looking like in a dressing gown, hair all unkempt, and she's just doing this, oh, yeah. and then drops to the ground, and then she's all dressed up and she's shaking her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Instagram's addictive, you know. <laughs> no, no, it's terrible, isn't it? You get lost in that shit. And it's a wormhole because you, you start with one thing and it shows you all related stuff. You could you could lose two hours just looking at people just <laughs> just dancing this shit. <laughs> I like that one. There's a one where they're yeah, where they're sitting in their pajamas and then they, they throw a shoe up and catch it. It looks like they catch it, catch it on their foot. Yeah. And they're all ready to go out and all that. <laughs> and you're like, and that's gonna be the grandparents. That's mad for it's mad. Yeah. yeah. Where did you where did you grow up? I grew up in South London, Lewisham. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. It was a funny, it was a funny, because my parents, we, 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 we weren't, we weren't, no, we didn't have, we had a decent house, but we kept building. So we started in a small house, kept building, 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 mm. ended up in a decent house. Then my mum decided she wanted to go back to Jamaica. Right. 
to live when I was probably about 17. And it took her a few years because she wanted to set up a business out there. So she was backwards and forwards. She decided she left when I was 20. So she left and I'm like stuck here. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to Jamaica. Like, there's no way I'm, I can't live out there. Uh, bro, you, <laughs> I'm impatient. Like, I like things to be done a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got time for this chilling out shit, brother. I got, <laughs> I, I, I want things to move forward. And I said, I can't go. And so my younger brother, who's eight years younger than me, so he would have been 12 at the time. He went, I stayed and I was with, I'd met a girl and, you know, it wasn't even a serious, serious relationship, but we were like, you know, it was, we were in a relationship yeah. and then it, I, we ended up getting forced together because obviously like my dad was here part-time kind of, cause they were still together. So he was trying to sell the house and whatever while my mum was in Jamaica. And next thing I know, the girl I'm with, she gets pregnant. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. So, yeah. and then now, and that's my life. It just started from when I was like, I think 20, 23, I had my, my first son. And then that's, and then it's just been a snowball effect ever since, mate. Just one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's yeah, mad. Same. My, yeah, I was 20. <clears throat> I was 20 when, yeah, when uh, when Lisa was pregnant, and and that's it. You kind of that's your life now. You're a dad. dad. I've been a dad now longer than I wasn't. Yes, like yeah. so when you when you re but not only that, Rich. Not only that, but the time when you wasn't a dad, you weren't even an adult, so you weren't even enjoying that time. If that makes sense. So although yeah, yeah. that 20 years up until you were 15, it was all. Um, school and whatever else do you know what I mean and then yeah. so you've only really had 16 to 20 I don't know whether you went to college or uni or what yeah. but so when did you have time to be you <laughs> it's true yeah, yeah 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 you've been an adult you've been a dad so you you've been shaped by your circumstances and unfortunately what's happened with me it's been a re recurring theme in my life where my life has been dictated by females <laughs> in some way. <laughs> yes, same. You know that. You know this. You know yeah. this. <laughs> in some way or yeah. another, my life's been dictated, and it's like I've not had control in 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 the direction of my life in some aspects because you know I, I even now, like I've got a four year old. I live mm. in Wales my partner, she's from Wales. So now I'm, I'm in Wales with another child. I'm like, what, the, what, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've pressed the reset button. I, I've ended up on a snake. I was on 99 and I've gone on a snake. I, I've, got, I've gone right back down to like two. I'm like, oh my God. But I love it. Yeah. Well, that's it. You, what I like about you is that you do, yeah, you like you you've you've had this life where you're kind of moving around a lot and you know different relationships but you seem very driven when like the the base level of you is a very driven man you kind of yeah i mean like you've just said you kind of dictated where you're at and what you're doing by the relationship you've relationships you've been in but mm -hmm. you as a person really you're very driven you 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 put your eye get your eye on the prize and you're off and yeah i, I definitely yeah. So I'll tell you what it was. What it, and that's that's one of the positives that's happened with me for having kids early when I was young. Mm. You get a lot of responsibility when you're young. So for you at, twen at 20, like, it's like, holy shit. Like, I know how 
mature you are now or immature should I say yeah <laughs> but like you're fun loving like you've got a real good spirit you, you're not you're not an old soul do you know what I mean like you're yeah. a real young soul so I can only imagine rich at 20 do you know what I mean like you must have been yeah. off the rails mate like off the, <laughs> off the charts like you're a good looking guy do you know what I mean so it's like you're living your life and all of a sudden now bam your, your life's changed and what I found for me Having a child young, it gave me a sense of responsibility. It weren't just about me now. Mm, so it's like, okay, yeah. right, get your shit together now. Um, and, you know, I started, I weren't even focused on a career career when I was young. And then I just decided, right, no matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to have my goals mm. and I'm going to even. And touch wood, mate, I've got, I'm, I've got a good life, man. I can't complain, honestly. Yeah. I really can't complain, mate. I can't complain. I've worked hard for it, but it's paid off. Yeah. You can see it, though, mate, in your eyes. I'm looking at you now. For the for the benefit of the tape, we're talking via <laughs> Zoom, and I can see my see my friend who is in, his, in all his glorious glory. You can see it in your eyes, man. You got there's a there's a contentment. There's a there's a yeah. there's a happiness there, which is which is good to see, especially especially. Now everyone's struggling with their mental health and struggling with fitting in the world, and so to see someone that is actually all right with where he's at, it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing to see, man. No, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, because I think as you get older, you learn to appreciate how complex the human mind is. Mm. Like it's really complicated, and I'm always trying to better myself. So yeah. I see aspects of my personality that I'm like, no, I really need to work on that. Yeah. I really need to work on it. So I'll make a conscious effort to try to to develop in areas that I'm lacking. So I used to be very like, um, I wouldn't say confrontational, but I wouldn't back down. Even if mm. I thought I was wrong, maybe halfway through a, a discussion, I'd be like, oh shit. I wouldn't back down. Like nah. I, I couldn't admit I was wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's just dumb yeah. stubbornness that you just kind of develop. <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. And I just decided like, it, there's no, there's nothing wrong with saying, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then what can the person say? It's diffused. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> there's a power in that. There's a power yeah. in admitting when you're wrong and going, yeah, that was, yeah, you're right, actually. And it takes, but it takes time. And it takes, yes. like say, maturity, I guess, yeah. to get to that point. Because I'm the same as you. I, be like, I, I always felt, I was always on the defense. Like, I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. Yeah. How dare you? No, no, no. You're, I'm, I'm a fucking dude. You're the wrong. You're the, you're the ones in the wrong. You can go fuck yourself. And suddenly now I'm like, oh, I was wrong loads. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. But this is the funny thing, Rich. Like, I've... As, as you go, as you get older, you realize, like you said, there's more power in just being honest with yourself. It's not, yeah. I'm not doing it for the other person. I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Because I realize I'm taking ownership of whatever's going on in the situation. So I'm saying, look, do you know what? Yeah, no, I see your point. Sorry about that. Or yeah, yeah maybe I, w I was banging out of order or whatever it is. And I have to try and treat people how I like to be treated. I think that's an, an old rule, but I try yeah. and stick by that, man. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to know, you know, all right, we're both comics and everybody has, um, everyone has like a story about themselves that people can tell. Yeah. Mm. Now there's certain comics on the circuit where, you know, everybody, 
disliked them or they've had a bad interaction with them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, your reputation follows you around. Yeah. I would hate to feel as if people were slagging me off behind my back. Because oh, of yeah. My, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I could mention a couple of names to you now, and I know you'd get a bad, uh, you'd get a bad feeling about that name because it's like, oh, that person is a prick. He's a, such a prick. But everybody's saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I would not want to be that person. So I try and treat people with with, with respect because if I expect it, I can't not give it. I've got to give it, you know. And yeah. and until you let me down, then I've just got to keep, you know, just try and stay true to myself. Yeah, no, true, man. And it's it, you're right about that. I reputation is important, especially in this industry. Just just on a base level, so people work with you. So they go, oh yeah, let's get let's get Kane in, let's get Rich in. They're always good to not eat like they one, you're good at comedy, but two, you're good to be around. Like yeah. you're not gonna be a you're not gonna be a prick. You're gonna be you're gonna do the job and you're gonna be easy to work with and get on with everybody. You know, I mean, you and I know I haven't lived a perfect life and there's a couple of names that if I said them to you, you'd go, yeah, she thinks you're an asshole. And yeah, I'll but and that's go, different. And that, but I'll go, well, that's true because I know what I did and I, yes. and I and I own up to that. I go, yeah, that's valid because yeah. Yeah, at that point I was a dickhead. But, yeah, but can I, just, yeah. can I just say though, Rich, yeah, you should also allow yourself the liberty of saying, do you know what? I'm allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. I'm allowed to make mistakes, bro. We're not, we're all not going to walk a path of righteousness throughout our whole life. We don't do it. Nah. We, we're all going to fuck up. Are we back on the, on the path now? That's all we need to know. Are we back? Yeah. Are we back? Because <laughs> you can beat yourself up. And especially if, you know, you leave, you hurt people or whatever. And it's like, yeah, they're living in their hurt but then you've moved on. So they're only hurting themselves. Mm. You've got to move on and say, look, I'm a better person now. Yeah. And that's true. it. That, yeah. that is it. So you can't, you can't live. Of course you can have, you might have a little bit of guilt or whatever, or you might feel like I could have handled that better and I've really affected this person or blah, blah, whatever else. But do you know what? You've learned your lesson. I, and I was who I was at the time. I know better now. Yeah, and true. this is the direction I'm moving in now. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I, me and you had a conversation last time we spoke and I've seen an evolution in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's amazing because you're, you realize, holy shit, man, I need to take a little bit more control of things and not, not let my old habits keep creeping into my life and being a yeah. distraction and yeah. a negative aspect. Bro, I'm still struggling with certain things, bro. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I'm struggling with certain <laughs> things and I yeah. I have to make a conscious effort. Yeah. And and just because it's a conscious effort, that doesn't mean, oh, well, I'm not gonna keep trying, but and it's not gonna it might not get any easier. It's like an alcoholic. I don't drink, mm. but I can imagine what it's like being an alcoholic and the alcohol's just there. You can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know ah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You have to weigh up, you go, right, do I wanna do I, you know, do I really want to go back to who, who I was or am I happy where I'm at? Yeah. And I'm good. If I go back to doing what I was doing, I'm going to destroy where I'm at now. And where I'm at now is a really good place. Yeah. And that's, and that's what you kind of weigh up. You go, no, 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 this is really cool. I'm the person I knew I could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep doing this. And that's what keeps you on that path that you were talking yeah. about before. You know? Yeah. But that there sense is, of yeah. contentment as well. Sorry to cut you, Rich. No, that, no, no. That, well, that sense of contentment as well. It's it's like an inner peace, man. It's mm. like a 
although you might feel like, oh man, I wish you oh. But that <laughs> inner peace and not having to stress about, all right, prime example. I used to be one of those people. You see, if I get a parking ticket, any letter that comes from the council, I'm not even opening it. I don't want to yeah. see the bad news. <laughs> I don't want to see it. In my head, it will just disappear. Ah, yeah. fuck it, I'll just, I'll come. But some things don't go away and they keep building. And yeah. then at some point you've got to deal with it. But at that point it's too late. You know, yeah. that 40 pound ticket is now 900 pounds. And oh, that's, wow. you, yeah. that's a big, you know what I mean? So I always try to address issues when they first come up. Let me address mm. them now. So, because I, I don't want them to build up. Because when people keep putting stuff off, you come to a point maybe a year down the line and you're like, oh my God, I've got, oh, it's overwhelming. I've got, I've got 15 different big things that I think are yeah. big. I've got to deal with now. But it weren't 15 things at one point. At one point it was just, oh yeah, I only had two, but I didn't deal with them. And they kept rolling over. It was, it was like the lottery. Do you know what I mean? Kept... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then it like you said, and then you go, oh, if I'd have just, if I'd have just done that, then yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I've got, yeah, I'm going for a similar thing right now. Yeah, just a thing that I should have dealt with at the beginning of lockdown. I didn't, and now I've got to deal with it. But I will. But it, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. what what I what I have realised though is that my, all my turmoil and my upset is because of outside things. It's not because of inner turmoil. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually at a place where I'm like, oh, I'm happy with who I am. I've gone through all that shit, like you just said. I'm a better person. I'm doing better things. I'm being the person I knew I could be. So all my stresses and strains and that are just life on top of stuff. So I'm able to deal with it now. Whereas yes. before, I'd just be in this like this this like tombola thing of just like, oh, I I don't like who I am. And then this thing is happening. I'm being attacked from all sides by life. Ah, it's all, you know, I'll just kill myself. Fuck it. And then, but now I'm like, oh, no, no, it's all right. That's just the thing I've got to deal with. But yeah, me, myself, in my heart, I'm, you a, know. I'm, a, I'm a better person. Have you, have, you, yeah. have you ever thought about taking your own life? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've said it on this on here before. Did it? <clears throat> yeah, I did it. I had, it's like, I mean, not last year before. And I'd, I just had enough and I went off and I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Fuck this. And then you start thinking about your kids and you start thinking about, oh, that was it. I'd had an argument and it was like final straw, smashed my phone. I'm like, fuck this. No one needs me around. I'm going to go, just go and do it. And then on my way to go and do it, I was like, oh, I better sort my phone out. Uh, then I went and got a three-year contract on my phone. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh no, yeah, and I've said I've said I've said that story on here before, but yeah. it just makes me laugh that I'm like, obviously, I didn't really want to do it. I just wanted the the shit to stop. Yeah, and 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 that's quite a a, a telling thing that you're saying actually, because it's not because you wanted out; <clears throat> you just wanted some peace. Yeah, and unfortunately, you have to face your issues. You have to face them, yeah. and I think sometimes men we kind of bury our head in the sand and try not to deal with things, um, especially when it comes to emotion and trying to dig up where things have come from. So a lot of us, especially especially comics as well, we got into comedy because we started to people please for whatever reason. Maybe you had a bad relationship with one of your parents or something like that, normally your dad. Yeah. And um, you try to kind of you want them to be proud of you. You want them to be pleased with everything that you're doing. And, and that translates in now you're an adult and it's like, Oh, let me try and get this validation from strangers. 
Um, oh shit, my battery. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's let me right. try. But let me try and get this validation from strangers, and then. Um, but we're not really. We haven't dealt with the issue. Sorry. Let me move this. That's yeah, right. we haven't dealt with. Sorry, I know it's going to mess with your audio. No, it's all good. It just adds to the. The texture. The, the texture, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, we need to um, really unpack ourselves. And I don't think a lot of people do. We think we are who we are. Mm. And that's it. This is how yeah. I am. <clears throat> and that's that's not the case. You can be whoever you want to be. You can be nicer. You can be kinder. You can be an arsehole. You can be, you can be a crook. You can be a thief. You can be anything you want to be. But we have to take ownership of it and stop making excuses. And I think men are really good at making excuses. Women as well. But I think with men, we've got this extra... I don't know whether it's... Um, I think it's society, like a burden on us, where it's you have to be a certain way. You have to conduct yourself a certain way. Like you're supposed to be a breadwinner. You're supposed to be successful. You're supposed to be able to look after your kids. You're supposed to be able to be dependable. You're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be everything. You're supposed to tick all of these boxes. And if you fall short of any of them, then you're not a man, you know? Yeah. And, and it feels as if you're not supposed to be, have to deal with all of your emotions and cry. Like you speak to women and they'll say, oh, oh God, my pet hate. If, if my boyfriend cried in front of me, ugh, like, <laughs> mate, how many times has your missus cried in front of you? And it's nothing, bro. <laughs> Over bullshit as well. You're like, what the fuck are you crying for? Oh, just... <laughs> but we're, we're not allowed the same, we're not allowed the same liberty. We're not allowed. Like, and um, I'm not saying women got it easier. That's not what I'm saying. But there are some aspects of humanity, for some reason, we're not allowed to explore or do because it's deemed weak. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. and that's, I think we really need to start getting away from mm. that now because we know better. We know there's nothing wrong with showing emotion. Yeah. There's nothing wrong in being wrong. There's nothing wrong in doing something that you're like, you maybe, like, all right, for example, not that I want to do it, yeah, just get it out there. But a woman, you can speak to a woman. And she's like, um, you ask her about her sexual experiences. Mate, she slept with probably two of her friends. Oh, we yeah. were drunk one night. We, we just started kissing. What do you mean you started kissing? Yeah, we just started kissing. I said, if I told you I kissed my friend David, <laughs> oh, you'd be gay. Why would I be gay but you ain't a fucking lesbian? What? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> so it needs to be more of an understanding on both sides. People, yeah. people are more fluid and they're more men are more emotional than we're given credit you know I think the thing I think it is changing it's starting to change now I know it, from my experience I, I cried I was bawling my eyes out I was watching Hamilton I cried my eyes out in the second wow. second man I was just <laughs> blubbing I was blubbing and Jay's like, oh, Jay's like, oh, I love this. I love this about you you're so in tune with your emotions and I'm like oh yeah I love it but if I go and then, if I'm elsewhere and I'm crying elsewhere, like you say, someone else might just go, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What are you crying for? And I can't go, oh, I'm just remembering Hamilton from last night. What are you crying at that for, you knobhead? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. So I would, but what where that's come from is you're, you're comfortable in that space that you can allow yourself to, to cry in front of. Mm. Uh, so 
it's like you can just be your true self. There's, you don't have to hide emotions. You don't have to um, feel, you know what, instead of turning that passion into anger, because that, that's how some, a lot of men express themselves. Yeah. They're either they're one or two states, they're either happy or they're angry. Yeah. And yeah. there's loads of other emotions in between that we need to express. And some of it, it might be um, expressing guilt rather than having it internal. We have, yeah. we have to give us an opportunity to express ourselves. And, and I don't know whether, I mean, the next generation, they are definitely more open with things. Definitely mm. they're more open than ours, um, you know, but will we get there where, you know, men and women are, have more of an equal footing when it comes to being able to, you know, show their true feelings? I don't, I don't know. Still I, think, this- I, think, I think it's happening. I think it is. There is a change. Definitely, there is a change. And it's, it's yeah. I mean, but, and then it, I think that's the thing as well is that, like you've just said, it doesn't matter how old you are. There are, there's still time for you to change. You it, it, Like you don't, you're not stuck in that. You're not like, you don't get to a certain age and go, well, that's me. I'm complete. That whatever yes. happens now, that's it. There's no changes. <laughs> yeah. It just changes all the time. There's that thing like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can. You mm-hmm. can. It's, it's if you're open to it. It's like technology, for example. People go, oh, I'm a technophobe I'm, because they're scared. They're scared of it. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to explore it. They go, well, you're, you're going to get left behind. You need yes. to just, it's nothing, don't be scared to go, I don't know how it works. Show me how it works. Do you know what I mean? And that's the same with us as people. Yeah. Like, that's where, you know. that was one of my weaknesses as well, asking. Um, yeah. I mate, do you know how much it would kill me inside to ask for help? Oh my, and I don't <laughs> know why. It's weird because I, if you said to me, okay, let me a tenner and I've got 11 pound on me, I'll give it to you. Yeah. But for me to ask for help, even for simple things like, oh yeah, bro, show me how to do this. I feel like I'm bothering people. That's how I feel. <laughs> do you know, it, yeah. It's in my head though. It's in my head as well, yeah. It's like asking people to do this. Like people <laughs> go, I go, oh, do you want to come on the podcast? And I'm all like, oh, they might say, no, I don't know. I'm scared to ask. And then every time they go, yeah, I'd love to. I'm surprised you not asked me before. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all in my own head. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's crazy how our how old insecurities we project them, and yeah. because when you are, bro, I would have jumped on this any time you asked me because, yeah. bro, I got so much love for you, Rich. I've honestly, y- you are such a special person, man. Like yeah, I've too, man. N- yeah. never had a bad interaction with you. Of it's always been love. We've had some deep conversations sometimes, yeah. and and. You know, but every time I've walked away, I've always got something from having an interaction with you. You know, yeah, you're, same, you're a good soul, man. Yeah, you too. There's not many people that I can say that because you're good company as well. Like you're, yeah. And even other people that, because other people that I speak to, if I say to them, oh yeah, I was I was on Rich's podcast, they'd be like, oh mate, I love Rich. Oh, that's, that's their nice, first. Man. Honestly, man, so I I hope you realize that because I know sometimes. You're in your head and you're like, oh man, maybe people think I'm a bit of a dick because of this or that. People got a lot of respect for you, man. Well, thanks, man. Oh, it's making me blush, man. No, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, oh, you're a love person that. out here, mate. You're love. <laughs> oh, in the black community as well. We love you, bro. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. Don't you be mucking around, man. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. What is that was that was funny, man. When uh, when we had the Black Lives Matter thing was blowing up and all that, and I know I'm this 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 is the thing that a lot of people 
they just assume that everybody, all black people want to talk about is race all the time and all that. And you're like, just fucking chill out, man. But with the Black Lives Matter, it's funny seeing a lot of white people going, oh, I need to get this black person on my podcast to show that I'm a yeah. decent person. You go, no, you should have been doing that anyway. You should have been yes. doing that. What are you doing? It's yeah. Not, it's, not, it's not, yeah, yeah. I'm just that be- white guilt, man. <laughs> that white guilt. It's, you know, yeah. the whole Black Lives Matter thing, um, it's crazy how it just took on a life of its own because... It started from something that we all know that happens. Yeah, all the yeah? time. Yeah. We all know it happens all the time. But you know what? To see something happen. Yes. It's like it's different. Well, it goes it goes back to what you were saying at the beginning of this. Like yeah. we always knew shit was going on. Yeah. But you kind of go, Well, I haven't seen it. I'm just aware of it. Yeah. But but now, like you say, that that video I couldn't watch it, the video of George Floyd, and you're like yeah, it's too much, and like you say, it's seeing it just changed everything. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and and, and because a lot of times, I'll tell you what would happen a lot of the times, and this is where black people get really frustrated. Mm. We'll have our stories of whatever's happened to us in our life, and whatever happens in our life, whether it's documented in the newspaper or whatever else, people always ask, "Well, what did you do?" There's always two sides mm. to the story. There's always this. There's always that. Yeah. When you actually saw that, people were like, it doesn't matter what he did. Exactly. He was yes. he wasn't a threat at that point. He was handcuffed, he was face down, there was four officers around him. Yeah. And it kind of I think anybody who had any doubts or would question any scenario, it kind of they were like, most people anyway were like, No, that was out of order. They mm. stopped seeing it being a black man who was into drugs or or he was off his face or whatever it was everyone kind of saw past that yeah and 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 it galvanized everyone because everyone's at home and everyone's watching it everyone can see it and it's like oh no and it just shows you the power in numbers because the amount of things that have happened because people are like no we're not letting this die we're not letting this die we are gonna we're gonna pursue some form of resolution so you need to be doing the right things make sure the guys they're not working make sure uh, you know you have to sack them there has to be a full investigation. There has to be yeah. charges. There has to be, and it was the people that really pushed the whole narrative of it, rather than just leaving it up to policies and and a corrupt system that it works against us. It works against yeah. us. I yeah. You're going back to what you were saying. You're right. It was <clears throat> it was the first time it seemed that everybody went, regardless of what's happened. This is that guy didn't deserve. He didn't deserve that. It doesn't matter what he did. He didn't deserve that. And you're right. There was, I was reading the thing about systemic racism the other day. And you don't realise, you don't realise how fucking racist the world is. Like, yes. like there's that, back in, in America when, so they ended, they abolished slavery. And then, but, and then there were people, they were promised land and whatever else. And the, and the black community never got that. The white people still had all these, all the money and all the houses and that's where their wealth comes from. Yeah. And, and, and black people didn't get any of that. And that's where all this stems from. And they, and they deny it all. They deny it. And yeah. it's right there in front of you. Yeah. I, I'm a van driver from Kent. And even I can see what yeah. has got. I can, even I've read it and understand it. 
this this black people never stood a chance because white no, people no. just just sat on everything and went, no, nah, this is ours. This yeah, you got to find your own. It's like, well, we can't, can we? You've left us with nothing. We were enslaved for two hundred and fifty years, and now this. Watch this though, Rich. This is how deep it is. Yeah. So the Jewish community, they got reparations. Right. Yeah. We got nothing. Yeah. Zero. The whole deal was meant to be forty acres and a mule. So basically. So we were supposed to get our reparations through land, cultivate our own land, build our own wealth. The the white community, what, what happened was they had free labor for hundreds of years mm. off of our back. So we built, grew, did everything, everything, all of the work, looked after the houses, looked after the kids, um, cultivated land, and we got zero for it. When slavery was abolished, they actually gave compensation to the slave owners. So what? So basically, so if you had ten slaves, they'd give you a market rate for the slaves and mm. pay you compensation for the fact that you don't have these slaves anymore. Yeah, right. So what was happening was the compensation was supposed to go to the victim, but it didn't. The money went to the perpetrators. Now the perpetrators managed to set up businesses, buy property, buy land. With that said money yeah. that they could hand down to their to next generations. Now, if you look and see, it wasn't it was a very large sum of money. It wasn't mm. it wasn't insignificant. It wasn't a token gesture. It was nah. it was real money. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was proper money. So what ended up happening, the 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 white community, this is why now, you see like with the tearing down of statues and stuff, mm. this is why it's important to us because we got nothing. Yeah. We got zero from slavery. But yet the people who did wrong, they got everything. Mm. They got absolutely everything. It, do you know up until, uh, what year was it? I think it was 2015. It took us up until 2015 to pay back the debt to the government for paying those slave owners. Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah, madness. So that tells you how much money it is. Yeah. It's, and it's so, and how that, how that resonates and translates in the black community, we basically, we've had a journey of, um, all right, so for example, my grandparents came over from Jamaica, came here. We don't really know our background. We don't know what part of Africa we're from. We don't mm. know what language, what tribe, nothing. We don't know anything. All we know is Jamaica. That is it, because... You know, the generations before Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, and then they come over here, but they come over here as second class citizens with the, all the racism and all the, mm. we don't want you here and go back to your own country and all of this shit and look, being looked down on. They've had to go through that, even though we've helped build Britain into the great empire that it was. And then um, they have children. Now, what they've taught their children is, Oh, just basically be quiet and just get on with your life and mm. just just make enough money to live. That's yeah. that's better than what we had back in Jamaica. So, do you know what I mean? So it was never a right. Listen, we are gonna make an empire. There was never that thought process nah. in grandparents of. Do you know what I mean? From my generation, there was never my grand never had that overwhelming. Nah. Right, we're gonna we're gonna make it like big. It was always to survive. Yeah, as long as we got yeah. food, roof over our head, clothes on our back, we're okay. And then it came to my parents who they kind of didn't get it either. Like 
Bro, we've had, my great grand had a house in South London, yeah? She bought the house for £6,000. That house now, today, is worth £1.7 million. Wow. But yeah. they got sold out of the family years ago when she went back to Jamaica for 100, 100 I think 180 grand. Yeah. So there's no wealth. We, nah. we're not taught we're not taught anything everything any any asset that we had is gone and so there's there's no building there's no there was yeah. no pot of money where it's like oh you don't have to sell the house why don't we just keep it in the family why don't we there was yeah. never that nah. and you so, had to sell it yeah yeah and so now fast forward now to my generation and we're kind of a bit more we're mixing with everybody you know we we look at each other I don't look at myself as less than anybody else, mm. you know, and then I've taught my children, listen, you're as good as everybody else, you know, yeah. as long as you, you work hard, you prove yourself. So we are making progress, but we're starting from ground zero. There is yeah. no, there is no money behind us. There nah. is, there is nothing. And money's important. Economics yeah. is very important. Yeah. And that's the, and that's what we're talking about when we talk about systemic racism people don't really understand what that means they just think oh this racism in the system you go no the system Distance. itself the system. Is yes racist. it's racist yeah. it's inherently racist look at um with um um stephen lawrence's mum she had to the whole big investigation to show that the the police force was systemic systemically racist in america what they did after they abolished um slavery um as time went on what they brought in was the free strikes rule yes. which yeah 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 and basically, you have free convictions, then that's it. You can go to prison forever. For whatever yeah. you went to prison, you go to prison. And what they knew was that what they started doing then was arresting black people for misdemeanor charges that you could get arrested for. Mm. Stupid shit. Might have a spliff or whatever, or jaywalking, some bullshit like that. But free strikes, we can do what we want with you. It's free labor at that point. Prison started making money because the, the prisons it's a business now. It wasn't just to put away yeah. bad guys. It's a business. So now it's like, okay, all these companies, all these people are investing in prisons because it's profitable. Now, you know, they've got ulterior motives now. It's not just to keep bad people off the street. Now it's let's make as much money as possible. So, yeah. and then the people who make the laws who, bro, we could all make laws to affect particular demographic, couldn't we? Like if I made a law tomorrow saying, um, all right, then you're, you're not allowed, anybody who, um, fucking does a particular thing, you're going to get arrested. I know I could target a particular community to kind of, you know, so then yeah. the arrest rate goes up. You know, if I said, oh yeah, if anyone who, who eats halal food gets arrested, like, well, I know who eats halal food. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's against the law. That don't mean it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's and that's why and it that and it's these things that people now people go oh it was in the past don't worry about it you go no no the frustration comes from the fact that these people have nothing because of what went on in the past and so that's why we have to we gonna something needs to be changed people like you say people need they need to be recompensed. They need, that's what, that's what needs to happen. They need to be given the same chances that everybody else was given. That, yeah. And that's where the anger and frustration come. And so something like George Floyd, it was like enough. That's enough now. Yeah. That, um, oh, was it Breonna? Breonna Taylor. Yeah. It, in her bed, innocently. Imagine. In a, yeah, Imagine. You, yeah, you got some mad prick in a fucking Viking hat 
walks into the Capitol building and Nothing. they go, and they go, oh, you might want to take that outside. So, oh, yeah, all right, I'll take it outside. Imagine if... But it just shows you that was... It couldn't have been clearer. Yeah. The stark contrast. It couldn't have been clearer, Rich. It couldn't... For you to see how they attacked the Capitol building, you're like, if that was black people, we were marching peaceful protesting. Yeah. Right? They tear gassed them. They did all kinds of things. People being arrested, beaten up. And then they stormed the building. Do you know, a, um, a year ago, a black woman did a U-turn in front of the Capitol building and they shot her dead. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because, they went... because the security there, yeah. you cannot, you can't mess around with that building. It's like you going up to MI5 or MI6 or whatever down on, down on the embankment. Yeah. Try and approach the gate and see if you're getting in. <laughs> give, it a, give it a bash. You can't because nah. they, you're a threat. Yeah. You're a threat. So, and basically, they I don't know how they managed to view her as a threat. They they basically killed her. But it just shows you about privilege. Look at this. Even, and it's not even just about colour now, but privilege. Look at the woman who killed the guy, that boy, on, on um, at the embassy. She knocked him over on his bike. Yeah. And because she was married to an ambassador, she flew back to America and she's got oh, a different yeah. community. Now, who put that law? Who who made that? Yeah. Do you understand? It's to protect yeah. themselves. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like this whole, it's like Brexit. Brexit now, it really, it was all about the fact because e, the EU were bringing in um, like uh, laws against having like tax, offshore accounts and tax havens and money shit and that's all this they all the all the toffs in this in this country just went ah oh, shit they're gonna they're gonna find out about our secret money and have it and so they made this big fucking thing they were about they're wanging on about fish they were talking about fish the other day and you're like this ain't about fish <laughs> this is about you keeping hold of your money like yeah. blaming it blaming it on immigrants and you go what the the families are dying in dinghies on there trying to get across to here what and that's the, that's the threat is that's it threat. what are you fucking talking about it isn't it's you the, the only threat is to your money yeah but that's what all this shit is about man of it's, course it's, everything to do with economics even when you look at, yeah. look at all the contracts that have been handed out to all of these politicians friends for like um masks and ppe equipment and stuff like that and um, contract. Well, that contract. There was a freight contract with this freight company that's never ever done the job that they were asking them to do, and it was only because of public backlash why the contract got pulled. But yeah. come on, yeah. come on. That, you know, yes, and, and you know what? They're humans, of course. Listen, if I get a little bring in, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Rich, guess what, bruv? You got to set up a little company. Like, you can make that four mil. Like, yeah, of course, you, you're gonna do that. Yeah. Give me back." Uh, give me ten percent. It's human nature. That's just what people do. But power corrupts. Power yeah. corrupts, and so all across the board, and I, and it's not. Yeah, when it comes to like black people, we do feel hard done by. Because even in, even in entertainment, you look, you'll see misrepresentation or lack of representation, and it, and it's only starting to change a little bit now because mm. it's fashionable. Yeah. It's fashionable. You'll yeah. see Mo Gilligan doing well, Judy Love, um, Dane Baptiste. They're doing well. But okay, what about the rest? What about the other people that have got talent? Why are they not getting a look in? Why are they yeah. having to, you know? And so social media has changed things completely because. Oh, definitely. Oh my God. If I was born, if we, me and you, were probably 20 years younger, like we would have been on it. 
Yeah. All the new that came out, we jump on it and we would have learned and grown up in that culture and it's, it would have been second nature to us. Like now, bro, I'm, it took me forever to jump on social media, forever. <laughs> but it was fear. All of it's fear. Yeah, yeah, man. All yeah, of it's fear. Yeah, It is, it is. <laughs> and it's funny. Yes, there are, there is more diverse representation now, but and it still feels like there's still a long way to go because it's still... We we talk about this all the time. It's still white people calling the shots. Yes, and who who says who comes in and who doesn't come in, and yes. it's, and it's still that still happens, and it's that's it's got to change from inside. Hundred percent, you know, and that's 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 why that's why these conversations are happening. That's why people. That's why there's civil unrest and people have had enough and. Because something needs to be done. It needs mm. to be done, and that's why we're doing this. That's why we have these conversations. Yeah, you know, it's and it. The other side of it is as well, like what like we said earlier. If you, if you get, you got to have a day off as well. <laughs> you got to, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah, yourself, yeah. give yourself some, give yourself a moment and go. You know, all right, I might keep keep, keep yourself in order. Go, you know, I might, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the right thing. I can't change the world, but I'm doing my little bit. Yeah, that's right. And that'll spread out and. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. and I, first of all, that's, like you said, it starts with accountability of yourself, you know, and if yeah. you're making yourself accountable, that's a great start. It's a great start. Yeah. Um, also, as well, I feel this whole, um, all right, for example, this is what happened to me over the whole Black Lives Matter thing. This guy who I stayed at his house, I stayed at his flat in uh, Edinburgh when I did my, when I did an Edinburgh festival. Really nice guy, got on really well. Yeah. Um, a white guy, um, he left me in his flat, it's a two-bed flat, he left me in his flat, didn't have no issues with, you know, any, me yeah. doing anything, dodge or anything like that. Like, it's, it's my house, it's your house, blah, blah, blah. Um, to the point where even when I went back to Edinburgh, he reached out and was like, oh, do you want to stay at mine? Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, cool. Stayed at his. And then um, when the whole Black Lives Matter thing came up, um, he sent me a picture on uh, Messenger. So it was in the it was it was to a group of people. Mm. Um, he sent me a picture with um, I don't know if you saw it. It was two dogs. One was a black dog. One was a white dog with a hood over its head, like a KKK hat. Right. I and the it. black dog had a noose around its neck, and it had a caption. Obviously, a racist caption. Yeah. Mm. And he sent that to me with laughing faces. So I messaged him. I said, "What? What are you doing? Like, what are you playing mm. at?" He's like, oh, mate, I'm sorry. You, um, I didn't mean to send it to you. It was only to a few of my friends. Um, so uh, do you understand what I mean? So yeah. if you know it's wrong, you can't then try and justify it by saying, I wasn't meant to see it. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. 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 Fuck, so, man. Like you said about the whole accountability thing, if he was accountable for his actions, he would have said to whoever passed it to him, Mate, this ain't this ain't funny. This isn't yeah. appropriate. But he didn't. No, he no. didn't. And that's the and that's part of the problem, isn't it? Like you say, just that, just by that simple thing of him passing that picture on to someone else, yeah, just, keep, just keeps that whole shit yeah, like it's around. normal. Oh, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I know that some things uh, we can talk about. You know, oh yeah, it's meant in jest or whatever, blah blah, but. Things have got better, but, you know, I've got stories as well of racist things happening to me, you know, and 
and I still don't consider myself to be like a victim of racism as such, but I know loads of things have happened in my life. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I really think about it, bruv, one time, all right, once I was driving in central London, this guy with a backpack on said something. I couldn't hear what he said. I thought he was asking for directions. I wound my window down. He goes, um, he goes, you like to swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You swear away, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes, oh, go on, fuck off your black cunt. Uh, he must have been on something I don't know so I said what did he say and then he repeated it again anyway so I just wound my window up and I was going to drive off he kicked my mirror and broke my mirror on my car mm. so I've got out of my car I've got out of my car me and him end up like tussling or whatever I've this ring that I got on it broke it this, this bit snapped here mm. and I lost my ring so I've had this for years and I was like, oh, mate, I, I need to find my ring. So yeah. there was loads of people outside. They saw exactly what happened. There's people looking for my, my ring, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this guy's shouting stuff while I'm looking for my ring. Um, some guy found it. I got my ring back. And then um, and then as I'm going back to my car, the guy like threw something at my car. So I've gone after him. We're fighting. I'm getting the better of him. The police are down the road. The police come up. The first thing the police done was punch me in my face. That's the first thing the police Fuck. did. Got that me is... on the ground, got me on the ground with the white guy trying to kick me. Fuck yeah. Now. Right? Yeah. They didn't get off me until probably about three or four other white people went up to them and was like, what are you doing? Mm. This guy was the victim. This guy was being racist. Right. My mouth is all swollen up. I've gone down to um, Charing Cross Police Station just off of um, Regent Street. Yeah. Gone down there. They've taken pictures of like my mouth and all that, like proper swollen up. Like if someone blindsides you with a punch, like you're not expecting mm. it. So you don't tense up or nothing. So it's like, it was the full weight of the punch. Fuck. Um, then, so I was taking the guy to court for racial abuse or whatever it was. Anyway, before I went to court, I rang the police station and I said, look, can you please send me the images of like my, my mouth all busted up and whatever. What images? I said, you took pictures of my mouth when I came in to show the damage. Oh mate, we can't, we can't see any images here. They must've been lost. Fuck me. Went into, right. Went into court, the police officer who punched me in my face. Um, he went in, when we were outside, he came up to me and was like, oh, mate, like, you know, because I was going to make a complaint against him. I was like, that's it, I'm done. Everyone's getting it. The guy being racist, the police officer, and he came up to me and was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to punch you. Like, I, I went to put my arm around you, but I said, no, you didn't. I said, you punched me in my face. You, mm. I said, there's a big difference. You, you punched me full force. Anyway, went into court probably a half an hour after that and he was reading out his transcript because you know they have to write down the transcript of whatever was said and done. Yeah. And he read out his transcript of what the com communication me and him had and he said that I accused him of punching me and he said, but um, your honour, I did not touch him. I don't know where he sustained that injury. In court, he said Fuck that. Fuck me. Mate. Ah. So the, the system is just, it's just, it's fucked, bro. It's fucked. I've been yeah. stopped before Pull, had guns pulled on me from police saying, oh, that someone reported I had a gun in my car. They saw me with a gun. I was outside a police of, uh, police um, a post office. Um, me and my brother, they searched my car, took everything out. No apology or nothing and just walked mm. off. No apology. Mate. Fuck, man. I know I, 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 yeah, I hear these stories time and time again. Mm. I don't know what the answer is. 
I know there are people. I'm I'm friends with a couple of people, and they're police officers. Yeah, and it's funny, and I'm like, yeah, I know you're good people. I know this isn't you that we're talking about, but it happens. And so that's and so that's what needs to happen is the colleagues of these people need to be the ones going, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what needs to be happening. Mm-hmm. I know it's not everyone. I know there's there's bad apples everywhere, but there's a lot of bad apples. Yeah, and it needs to be that's it needs to be dealt with in the system. It needs to be from the from the ground up. Yeah, it, that, that, you know that's. Uh, you know the unfortunate thing is though, Rich. If I'm being honest, the unfortunate thing is sometimes when something's so ingrained in a particular industry, people normally conform or they don't say anything. Yeah, they yeah. don't say anything because I've got to go back to work with you. I'm not going back to work with the person who I've just saved. Mm. So I've got to kind of keep you on side as well. Otherwise I'm creating friction back at my workplace. And so it's the same thing with the the comedy industry as well. You know, like with this whole whole females getting harassed and stuff like that. And them coming out and saying, you know what, this is what happened to me in the changing room. And this is what this guy said. And, and I kind of feel as if when you're in it, not that you don't know it's wrong, but you just kind of, you kind of take it as part of, the industry, if that makes sense. Yeah, there was an element of that, yeah. Sometimes you feel as if you do, you say anything and you speak out about it, you're going to be singled out as the one. So it is hard sometimes for the good guy to say, right, listen, guys, cut the crap, this is it. Because he's mm. sometimes the least powerful person in the room. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know who he's got as, as an ally because all the good guys are keeping quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's fucking true, man. Yeah. I've spoken out. I've spoken out a couple of times and both times I've been, I end up, I end up in the fight and everyone else is gone. And I'm it's like, gone. no, I'm fighting on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've, You've done the righteous thing, but you, when you call people out on bullshit, they will always retaliate with venom. Always. Yeah, always. Because yeah. no one who feels comfortable enough to do what they want is going to just say, oh, Rich, you're right. You know, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> you're, you're making them face their bullshit. You're making them face their, where their weakness is. They are not going to communicate with you where they're saying, oh, Rich is right, you know. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah, I know. Having been being backed into a corner myself when I was younger, the, you like we like we said earlier, you don't turn around and go, "Yeah, you're right. That was that was me." That yeah. You go, what are you fucking saying? What are you saying? <laughs> How fucking dare you? No, I'm not kidding, but Yeah, and around we go. Ah, oh. your monkey brain kicks in. <laughs> That's what it is. It is every time. Every time. Our instinctive brain rules our life unless we're aware of it. We have to be aware of it. I'm aware of it now. I've been aware of it for a good number of years and I understand a lot of the time it wasn't me talking. It was a a mixture of the situation with just instinct and just my own ego getting involved. (laughs) And that concoction, mate, never ends well for anyone. Uh, There's no growth. There's nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And you walk away from a situation and you're all like, yeah, fucking I told him or I told her. But you know you might have been in the wrong. So it's like, (laughs) what has anyone learned apart from you've just had a confrontation? Nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing. I know. You've got to learn. And, and, And I feel like that's where... 
we all need to take um, some stock of ourselves at some point. I always do an inventory with myself. I always do inventory and say, right, what do I need to do? How do I need to get better? What do I need to improve on? Because if you don't, you can slip into just doing bullshit again. It's easy. It's easy. I'm not a perfect person. Mate, my missus will tell you. There's many things that I lack. Many, many things. But the things that I'm good at, I really, really push myself. I'm like, right. And the things that I'm not good with, I try. True. Yeah. That's all you can can do. That's all you can do, mate. All you can do. Dude, this has been fucking brilliant. I've really enjoyed talking to you, man. I've missed you. I I love you very much. Um, And I'll tell you what, before we finish... The, I saw that clip of you with the Judy Love in that film. When is that film coming out, by the way? It's out. It came out on the 18th of January. It's on yeah. iTunes, Amazon, uh, loads of other platforms. I can send you the link afterwards anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do. And then, and, and we, and where can we find you online? Uh, yeah, Kane Brown Comedy on Instagram. Um, Kane underscore Brown underscore comedy. Um, um, Facebook is Kane Brown um twitter kane brown um yeah so that's where you can find me but i've got my podcast as well chalk and cheese nice yeah we just won an award for best podcast of the year yeah man well done yeah we're just starting season two um but yeah things honestly man things are really good man and so under real real strange circumstances i'm not making any money but nah (laughs) <laughs> but the thing is we're not that's the thing like we like we i love doing this podcast and we've got a radio show and all manner is like we keep doing the things yeah like poor as fuck no money at all yeah. but i'm 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 rich in yes I'm rich in love and i'm rich yes. in other things so yes yeah. and that's what's important exactly that's exactly what's important i love you this has I been amazing you, thanks man and uh this is yeah Jay, 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 Jay. <laughs> How you doing, baby girl? She can't, she can't hear you. I can't hear you. Hey, uh, Hi, Kane. Hey, uh, Hello, uh, my love. I was just saying, we saw the clip of you in your suit in that that in that in film. I was like, what? Even I had an erection, man. I was yeah. Like, yeah. He's beautiful, isn't he? Beautiful, man, Beautiful. Kane. Thank you. I hope you're not trying to worm me into a little threesome. You look dirty fuckers. He's already on to us. He's already on to us. <laughs> Get the bowl and the keys out, babe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. No one's doing that podcast, are they? (laughs) The swinging podcast. (laughs) Kane, this has been lovely, man. Thank you so much. I love you, Rich. I love you too. Thanks, man. Insane in the membrane. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.